When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome to it. This is Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher back from holidays. And hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, Southern Cross Austereo and SEN. And a special hello to our listeners, particularly in southeast Queensland and also in Lismore on 2LM and Triple Z uh, Lismore. Wow, boys. Welcome to the show. I hate it's to start. Yeah, I hate to start it off on on a bad note, but we're seeing some very very serious situations uh, occurring right now in Lismore, and we will be chatting to an old mate of yours, Sats, who you well played with on the Gold Coast and also lived with Mick Davis, who yeah, lives down yeah. there. Yeah, he's a Lismore native, been down there for a lot of years, both he and really good friend of uh, mine, Tony Durham, who has um, both their families have been in Lismore for many many decades and. Yeah, we'll cross to Mick, who, who lives in Lismore. He can give us a bit of a synopsis of what he's seeing at the moment, which when I'm talking to him earlier this morning, he was he's devastated just knowing that so many family and friends, um, their houses are gone, their businesses have just been wiped out. He's 51 years of age. He's never seen anything like this. His parents have never seen anything like this as well. Yeah. Badge, I welcome back from holidays, holidays, by the way. Yeah, thanks, gents. Yep. Um, and, 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 yeah, had a good holiday, but, gee, it doesn't matter now, does it? And... The thing about these floods, and we've we've I've seen a few in the time, and this is the worst that's ever hit Lismore. I'm not far from there, um, but they kind of creep up on you. Don't get a, a week or two warning, do you? you? Know heavy rains coming, heavy rains coming, and then all of a sudden it's just uh, it's been at such a deluge the last few days, and um, some big areas of of Queensland as as well as northern New South Wales, the big areas of southeast Queensland and Gympie now Maryborough under under a, a great threat and parts of the sunny coast right down to Brisbane and Logan and um, yeah we're, we're, we're thinking about all of you there and, and stay safe and I got a I got a picture from a mate or a little video from a mate today driving through some floodwaters and I couldn't quite believe it it was only low it had just come over the road he had a four-wheel drive he went through it but I thought that's exactly what you're not supposed to do mm. it's just it's just too dangerous so, um, yeah, try yeah. to stay safe, everyone. Uh, if you uh, have some photos you want to share with us, you can do of those flood air hit areas. Um, Sports Day New South Wales or Sports Day Queensland, you'll find us on Twitter. And that's also where you can find our podcast if you want to go searching uh, for that. If you want to get involved in the show tonight, 0457 736 736. Some stuff that we, we do want to chat to. And, um, geez, Brisbane even. Uh, of course, there's some flooding around Milton again, which houses the Forex Brewery boys and girls and also Suncorp Stadium. Alan Graham, who's the boss of Suncorp, might uh, grab him quickly uh, soon as well just to see how that's going and how Suncorp Stadium luckily doesn't have any games this weekend, but see how it's looking ahead of round one 
uh, when the Broncos play, and that's, um, what, about a week and a half away, lads. Just, so, but more importantly, have they got a lot of high shelving at the brewery? Yeah. Have they stacked it high? <laughs> they got of, it out of the trouble zone. There's a lot of grown men crying on social media uh, over the last 24, 48 hours after seeing all the flooding around the Forex Brewery, a famous part of Brisbane. Of course, boys, uh, one trial match cancelled tonight, the Titans and the Warriors, the reschedule game from Saturday has mm-hmm. now been cancelled tonight due to the, the rain around uh, the Gold Coast. But the first trial underway, Sats? Yeah, it is. The Bulldogs up against the Sharkies at Shark Park. It's five minutes into the first half. Nil all. Cronulla Sharks attacking the Bulldogs line. Now, the Bulldogs again week two after playing the Knights last week. They're wearing their primarily blue Bulldogs jersey, red numbers on the back of it. I, I don't know whether I like it or not. I'm a bit of a traditionalist. I love their... Their original jersey, which is the white with the blue V. Bulldogs fans, what do you think? Do you like the the new blue jersey? I wonder if they're going to run with it this year throughout the season. Hey, what about all these trials getting – getting? Yeah, this is the first year really that nearly all, if not all, the trials have been shown on, on telly as well. Yeah, it's been, that's been That's a new thing, isn't it? Mm. I haven't watched any because I've been away. But um, I know you guys have. Keep you holding the fort together. Is this the first game at Points Bet Stadium, the brand new Points Bet Stadium? It is. I can't see much difference. (laughs) No, I'm going, where is this? (laughs) That's what I was thinking about. Uh, 0457 736 736. What do you think of the Bulldogs uh, jersey? Hey, listen, just a quick shout out before we get into all of the uh, the news around today, boys. Um, Spare a thought for our volunteers and the SES who are working around the clock in both New South Wales and Queensland. Uh, who are putting their lives at risk. And I know we all share this thought. If we see one more idiot drive through flooded waters and put not only their lives but rescuers at risk, I don't know what we'll do, but we'll be angry. All right? So stop it. You started to throw a threat out there. I know. You got then too I, far into I, it, I, didn't I did. you? You didn't know what to What do you think, Badge? Were you a bit worried about the threat? <laughs> oh, Just don't you do You're starting to scare me, Woogie. You sounded angry. Um, Joel, and, you, and today's not the day for that. I'm sorry. Alan Graham joining us soon, the boss of uh, Suncorp Stadium. Joel and Fletch, as per usual, on a Monday night. I know they're happy to have Badge back, uh, uh, along with our listeners, of course, on 0457 736 736. Um, boys, Did mate, that get stuck there, Woogie, then, your tongue? What do you mean? Cheek? Stuck in your cheek when you said that? Oh, mate, I'm delighted you're back because it means are, I no, get to do less tell work. You're so happy. Your no, anniversary, Woogie, you've got something special you want to say to someone in your life? Um, no. No, not at all. <laughs> you, you know what we're doing? You know what we're doing? Could tonight? I have led you in any better than that? Come mate, on. Mate, no, not really. She'd think I'm in trouble if I've done, I've done something wrong. If I said, no, tonight when we finish, I'll go home. We'll watch Married at First Sight together mm-hmm. and eat a U-Foods meal. And maybe a battle, and maybe a battle pop. That's it. We're on diets. Wow. We're on diets, badge. Tell us what's tonight, today. What happens tonight? Is there any romance at all? I mean, no. we don't talk about when the lights it's go yet, off. But you haven't even mentioned that anything, it's his anniversary yet. Is it anything that happens? Twenty-four years wedding anniversary. Is mm. there anything that you'll do for your wife when you get home from the show? Uh, no. Okay. No, no but we, what should Woogie do? I want our listeners to help. What should Woogie years, be doing? Danger. A long time. What should Woogie be doing oh, for his beautiful wife tonight? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Will you watch maths what? together? Yeah, I just, What's I a just said that. Wedding oh, is it okay. Yeah, mm. is that it? You watch maths together. We'll watch maths together. She'll have a. I've I've defrosted Actually. a lasagna. U foods for her. 
Actually, Glenn, actually, watching maths is a great idea as a married couple because you realise no matter how dysfunctional your own absolutely. marriage can be, it can't be any worse than than what you see on maths. That's really? Glenn, oh. the reality king. He says, uh, "G'day, badge. Welcome back, Sats, and the romance expert, Twenty Four Nuggets." <laughs> he remembers that was Twenty Four. That that's what I was going to get a neat. I brainstormed some ideas, badge, yep. with uh, the yeah. kids. What can I get Anita for? 24 nuggets. 24 nuggets. But yep. then she threw yeah. the diet in and that's that stopped it. I said a carton. It's 24 stubbies. I got it? that yesterday, yeah. actually. Oh. Yep. Uh, Th- 30 cans. And on maths, he's, he'll be watching it tonight, but he said he almost turned it off last night. I did too, actually. I did too. It's Everyone's a little Why? bit lovey-dovey. Well, you want to see you want to see roadkill, don't you? You want to see people arguing. and Not really. I'll I'm... give you a, a little hint. Don't start watching it in the first place. It's so oh much come on! You, you were watching it. Your wife have, got you into it. Before I have before, you went away but on no. We did we? Yeah, yes. you did. You oh. told us on air, mate. We did. We watched a couple, but no, not that's it. You'll be watching SAS. it tonight. Sas tonight. No, that's not on, is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, th- it's back tonight. Oh, last night I saw a commercial or something for Dancing with the Stars. Is that hands down the worst TV show ever? Worst reality show. I'm up there with it. I'm up there with that. Daryl Summers, go away. Mm. Oh, poor Daz. Everyone knows Dickie Knee was the star of that show. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> and Pluck a Day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, a hot topic tonight. Uh, the boys, as we count down to round one of uh, the 2022 season, Badge and Sats will preview the side's uh, team's chances. Tonight, uh, it's the 16th and 15th place teams from last year, the Bulldogs and the Broncos. So Badge. we're not doing the best team of oh. no-neck players. We're doing, it, we're doing that another night? We'll do that another night. Mm. No-neck players. Why don't, we just, why don't we just do it alphabetically, Woogie? No, we're doing 16. Because that would be the Broncos and the Bulldogs to start with. <laughs> he got you then. <laughs> so you always go off half-cocked, Woogie. You've got to think. He's always trying to set you up, and you always fall for it. Now, hey, listen, tomorrow, you know tomorrow's International Women's Day? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow right. night, we're going to do the best fem- Australian female athlete ever. Ever. Okay. Any sport, any era. Okay. okay. Great. It'll be very hard to try and work out who that will be. <sighs> very hard to do that. But that's not tonight. Uh, your thoughts. that tennis player off the list straight away. Do you want to do quickly the no-neck Team tonight? No, it was, you don't want to do it. No. What's the no net? What's that? Like, team players. Ha- team. Well, while you've been away, we've been picking teams of people with big heads, people who wore um, headgear, people who had full beards. You didn't get a vote because yours was a mustache. No. Pinheads. Pinheads, which you actually did get a vote for. You from did one get of the <laughs> that, Yeah, you did. Comes like that because I got big shoulders. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Pinhead. Now, Rooster okay. Muzz is asking. I can handle that. Woogie and Sats, uh, what time each Sports Day show will the new segment Badger's Royal News Update be on? Oh, Badger loves that. Loves here Who it said is. that? Stop trying to be funny. Who was it? Rooster Muzz. Love that stuff. You know, you know I actually am a big fan of the Queen. Not you don't the rest act of the royal like family, but I just don't... I just find them boring, but I'm a big fan. She's crook. Is she still crook? Yeah, she is, mate. She's not well. Kia Tops. Kia Top 7 coming up soon. Hey, what is your favourite moment from the weekend? 0457 736 736. Matty Studden. Yeah, how good was that? Parramatta, first year in the NRLW competition. Great day yesterday, all three games in Newcastle. It goes to Matty Studden. She's got time and she has kicked it. Matty Studden. (laughs) 
has kicked the Eels to victory with a match-winning field goal. And the first field goal kicked in NRLW history as well. Yeah. 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 And in the first good 10 honor. to 15 seconds. Uh, last 10 good. to 15 seconds, I should say. Um, and a good player. She's been with the Roosters and I think the Dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad she found a team, one of the new teams in Parramatta. And, uh, yeah, it was very good. She's played for New South Wales and Australia, I think, too, Maddie. So, um Good honour. Well hey, done. Hey, Great boys. Stuff. Our opening segment's nearly done and dusted, but I want to ask you this question and our listeners, 0457 736 736, the punishment on the weekend for James Taumo and, and Lindsay Collins. Uh, Taumo getting one week and Lindsay Collins uh, for a cannonball gets a $750 fine. Mm. Both of them early pleas. What, what are your thoughts on this? I, I think it's disgusting. Badge, did you see... Did you see the incidents? I've watched away? them both. Yep. Uh, I thought James Tamos was quite dangerous. He, he you know, it, it, they would argue that he just came in for a normal tackle and um, was it Sammy Walker? Sammy Walker, yeah. Jumped up as he kicked it and therefore he took his legs out. But that's exactly why that rule was brought in. So just to get one week, I thought it was super long. Who, who, got, who got five weeks in the first round of the trials? Was it Fui Maono or someone? The other yeah, Tyrone for a drop hip. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I thought, oh, they're going to go pretty tough this year. All of a sudden, we go, what's going on? I haven't got a massive problem with Lindsay Collins because I don't. He didn't come in with any aggression uh, at the back back of the legs of Jackson Hastings. He just he sort of just fell into it nice and softly. So I thought he might have got a week or so. I don't think he deserved a massive, you know. And he called it a cannonball. Kind of seems it was like a pop gun tackle mm. more than a cannonball. Wasn't yeah. much in that one for mine. But other, I, I'm reading other people are seeing it differently than that. Oh, I'd agree with James Tamos. It's dangerous. And I think if Sammy Walker was was injured further and was taken from the field and was going to miss some weeks, I think they probably deserved to come down a little bit hard on him because he's you know vulnerable in the air like that. But um, And you and I spoke about this on Saturday on your show, Saturday, Woogie, that the Lindsay Collins one, I, I don't blame the player. I blame the coach or the coaches. Because the cannonball is, even though it wasn't, he didn't go in with a lot of intent, Lindsay Collins. I think it's a, it's a little bit of a coward act, to be quite honest. When you have got a player that player that's standing there, vulnerable, being held up by two players, and the player comes in, takes out the legs. Now, whether there's injury or no injury, serious injury can can occur. And if Monday comes and they're looking at the video session, and the player is standing there being held by two Roosters players. And if Lindsay Collins is the first player in that vicinity and he doesn't go in and spirit the legs like they've been coached, Lindsay Collins gets his ass kicked by the coaches. So the coaches have got to be better. It's lazy. It, it means you're not coaching great technique. And the more sin binnings we're going to see with contact up around the head this year, hopefully it forces coaches to, to go back to really good technique of like yeah, Jake Trebojevic like. I, th- I think the coaches are saying you can't spear in. Surely none of them are saying go and spear in or you're being yeah, strong. Yeah, but when you've got a dr- you, you're pumped up when with you adrenaline go in, and the game's flowing, but you, you, got you to, can't control the emotions of a player. That's right. So it's not the coach's fault, it's the player. So I, I think I think if you go in there, you drop to your knees and then you can make the tackle and everyone's okay with that. You, somehow you have to stop him from staying on his feet, staying on his feet and trying to get an offload away. I, anyway, I didn't have a massive problem with it, but um, yeah, you, our listeners, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. It's only five minutes old, our show, ten minutes old, and we're already on opposite pages, Sats. Yes. Welcome back. Yeah, <laughs> I need a whistle to, to, to break you, you two up, all right, because I, I looked at the siren, but that's for listeners we banned, Oh, isn't okay, it? yep. Yeah, it is so weak, weak. So you can't. Who you banned? Oh, there's been a few. There's been a few, yeah. They don't just listen, for a week. Listeners for a don't week. listen. They just they yeah. keep coming back, don't they? Yeah. Which we love. Well, how can they? We love. Yeah. 
Well, they're not. Well, listening. we actually forget who's banned and who's not. Sats, could you please repeat the headgear and beard teams as you said you would last week? Well, I did, but yeah, he doesn't get the second hour of the show in Bris Vegas. Oh. That's from Man Boobs Queenslander. Oh. But you can listen to You're it. Uh, you can listen to it via the Super Radio Network. Um, I think two SM streams it or through the SEN app. You can get it. You might need to do something, Man Boobs, if you want to yeah. listen to the show. Mm. <laughs> and Man Boobs reckons I'm fibbing. He says I'm having mackers. A hundred nugget, nuggets, followed by a Broncos burger. I would never eat that. What's Bef- a Broncos burger? Oh, you know, every now in Queensland, yeah, I think Macca's do it. Yeah, yeah. I would never oh, eat a Broncos God. burger, please, mm. before he has dessert on the nest, maybe. Uh, that's from Mamboozy. I don't know what that means, but anyway, no. I'm, not. I'm having a uh, rainbow-flavoured paddle pop for dessert. Did, did you want to hear – Did we, we do want to do that for Queensland? Did we, we read our – the two teams, because Badge didn't hear them. Okay, quickly. Okay, the headgear team, Badge. Fullback, Jonathan Docking. On the wings, Ty Williams and Matt Singh. Yep. In the centre, Steve Renoff and Jared Croker. Oh, the pearl had to be yeah, in it. Yeah, 5'8", Preston Campbell. Halfback, JT. The front rows were Spud and Peter Kelly and hooker, Matty Ballon. And the yep. back rows were Beaver, Rambo Gibbs, and the lock was Alan Tung. And on the bench was Terry Madison and Darren Smith. You've left out one of your favourite sats. I can't believe it. Jamie Soward, he was always yeah, he in the headgear. He got beaten by Preston Campbell, which is fair. Yeah, mm. fair enough. The great, pre- yeah, I like that headgear team. Beautiful, not a bad team. Beautiful. I'm trying to think of anyone that I did. You do the, uh, the did, did you do the beards? The bearded team. Yeah. Um, we got um, Graham Eady. Yeah. Uh, the wingers were uh, David Williams and Eric Growth Senior. Yes. The centres are Steve Zipzipella and Noel Cleal. Um, the 5 yep. with Wally Lewis and halfback Tommy Radonigas. They uh, had beards on tours, didn't they? They did, yeah. You had a bit of a beard on a tour at one stage. I um, remember seeing a couple of photos. I think nearly everyone did at times when you were in England. Jeff Robinson was the cold. captain in front row with oh, cool. with uh, Gary Hambly. And the hook was uh, Dr. George Paponis. And in the second row was uh, Kurt Reynoldson and Kevin Hardwick. And yep. the lock was Ray Price. The coach was Sheensy and the ref was Greg McCallum. Mm. Oh, Tim Sheens did sport a beard for he a while. He did for a while, though, yeah, Canberra. Yeah. All right, boys, got to go to work. Oh, well by done. the way, we did like a big – we'll tell you the big-headed team later. We actually spoke to the captain on the air as we well. Did. yeah. Dave Fairley was the skipper mm. of the big-headed team. Uh, this is Sports Day. For, oh, before we go to the break, too, Johnny Raper was farewell today at the SCG. It was really nice to see you. Yeah. In the rain. Uh, this is Sports Day for Kia. Meet your muse with your new Kia Sportage. We'll go to a break. We'll find out what's happening with Suncorp Stadium. It's underwater at the moment. The boss of Suncorp Stadium, Alan Graham, joins us next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. Gary Belcher back from holidays tonight. Plenty going on. Hey, just a quick uh, announcement for our listeners in Queensland. All those schools that were closed today just got word that they're closed again tomorrow. So uh, the kids will have to stay at home again uh, tomorrow. So just Oh, your kids, did they text you and say, Dad, guess what? They're running a We're muck. off again. Yeah, yeah, they're the official source, actually, of this. Um, uh, tell you what, we've, we've seen... Oh, it looks like... Hello. We're, 
Hello, Alan's there. Uh, Alan Graham is the boss of Suncorp Stadium. Uh, joining us now on Sports Day. He's just got someone else on the phone as well. He's a busy man. He is busy. Here he is. Hang on. Should we listen in? No, we shouldn't listen in. No, we can't do that. We'll wait for him. But uh, Not sure if he's talking to... We don't know yeah, who anyway. he's talking to, but anyway, of course, we've seen the <laughs> we've seen the images around today of uh, the Forex Brewery and also Suncorp Stadium, completely underwater. Alan Graham is the boss of yep. Suncorp Stadium. Oh. Alan, do we have you now, mate? Well, you do, mate. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, we just do want to be eavesdropping on a personal phone call. Uh, how's the stadium nah, looking that's tonight? Okay, I was actually in the car and there was someone else on the phone. Oh. Yeah. How is the stadium? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, well, look, we've still uh, still got a fair bit of water in there. Um, been a lot of uh, images on uh, on uh, news feeds around the place, um, so pe- people got a pretty good idea of, uh, of what we're facing. Um, you know, that, that whole general area is uh, is suffering a lot of uh, uh, a lot of local flooding, and uh, you know, we've got water on the field as well as through some of the areas of the stadium. So we're just waiting for that to subside now. Hey, uh, Al, uh, you've been there a long time now, uh, involved with the with Suncorp Stadium. Of course, the floods back in 2011. What have you been able to put in place after 2011 moving forward to current day? Yeah, there's, uh, there's been a couple of, I guess you'd call them benefits from 2011. Uh, firstly, the, the, the floodwaters didn't come up as high this time, so that's that's been, uh, it's been a bit of a blessing, and let's hope that, uh, that, that they don't come up any higher. The second thing is that after the floods, we did make a lot of changes. Um, we put a lot of the equipment and essential services up high, way out of uh, reach of the floods. So that means that we don't lose any of the essential equipment that we we require to actually run an event. So that as soon as the waters subside, we can quite easily uh, hose out all the areas underneath and uh, switch on all the equipment and get back to work. So, is- Al, 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 how's it looking for? Um, you know, well, the first game there in the NRL Friday. Week against the rabbit. Would you have any concerns that it's going to be right in what eleven days' time? Look, I'm reasonably optimistic, Badge. We, um, uh, we we've actually got a game uh, scheduled for Friday night as well, which is a game of Super Rugby, and we've got a we've got a phone hook up with uh, with the Fiji and Drua, who are the home team in that one, um, uh, straight after this call, um, and so they'll be making a decision about uh, whether they're going to proceed or not. Um, but, you know, we're just working full steam ahead. Um, you know, our guys have been literally working around the clock since uh, uh, even before the floodwaters came in because we were anticipating it would happen. And, uh, you know, they've just done an amazing job uh, just making sure that we get everything in place. So we'll keep we'll keep rolling out our, uh, our uh, flood uh, mitigation plans and our recovery plans um, so that we can get the stadium back as soon as we possibly can. Who gets the final say in that? I mean, I know you... Your groundsman's got such a, an important job. The, the people that look mm. after the stadium, Big Mallon Co. Do they do they get much of a say in saying, "Hey, look, you want to play Friday night, but this ground is just not going to handle it because it's been, you know, it's not going to be ready in time"? Or is that is that your call or the uh, or the sports themselves? Oh no, look, we we uh, we obviously rely very heavily on on the advice of our specialists. So Mel, for example, you know, in the field side, uh, absolutely, we we need to be guided by what what he what he thinks, but. There are so many other moving parts in all this too. I mean, there's technology, there's power. Um, you know, we, we don't actually have any power right at the minute, so we're working very uh, furiously with Energex to get that back, put back on. We've got catering, uh, we've got ticketing. There's, there's a whole range of things that we need to uh, to put together to make sure that we can run the event. Um, 
but yeah, certainly uh, Mal is uh, a prime consideration and all that. What we saw from 2011, Al, was all the damage it was done to all the infrastructure underneath. And I know you've put a lot up up higher, like you said, from 2011, but things like the dressing yep. rooms, the, all the various rooms, it's like a, a little a little community within itself that you don't see from the grandstands. Will there have to be some more redevelopments when it comes to the dressing sheds? Did they suffer a lot of damage? Uh, look, we don't expect so, Scott. You know, one of, one of the things that we did, mate, was uh, when, the, when the stadium was first built, they used a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of uh, petition board and, uh, and drywall, um, and which obviously you know, was destroyed by the flood water and all of that had to be ripped out. What we did was replace it with uh, Besser Block. So uh, all of the walls are extremely solid, and that, that means that we, we uh, should only need to, uh, uh, to do a fair bit of hosing and scrubbing, uh, but not replace any, any walls or any other essential equipment. Which, you know which makes that really... transition. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, yeah I was yeah. going to say, you know... it just makes that transition that much quicker. Yeah, you know why we really called? Because we're worried about this, the brewery. How's it going up the road with the Forex cans and bottles yeah, and everything else? Yeah, look, I think down below, down, down below, they were struggling a bit. But, um, yeah, look, I'm sure they're still managing to, uh, to produce, produce some beer for, uh, for everyone. Oh, that's good yeah. news. Good to hear that. <laughs> Let's hope you can get that uh, the stadium ready in time for Friday night this week and then hopefully for the NRL opener for the Broncos uh, Friday week. Al, we really appreciate yep. time. We know you're flat out. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day today. Yep. No, no, no problems, mate. Um, thank you. Thanks, guys. And, uh, you know, we'll see you at the football very shortly. You certainly will. The There's our yep. ground, the boss of Suncorp Stadium. Hey, what do you reckon it does to the surface, just quickly? Yeah, well, that's that's the problem. What you know, I know it's and it's magnificent the way they prepare it and get it ready. And they put up they put up with a lot of weather, but yeah, flooding. I don't know. It's a bit of an unknown. I Might think. be a bit squishy for a few weeks. Well, boys. one end of Could Suncorp be. Stadium is is always usually really spongy and it doesn't get a lot of sun. Mm. So how that's, yeah, the northern end. Yeah, yeah. The northern end. Yeah. Can but, I just say if there is a rugby team that I'm going to go want to go and watch. In Super Rugby, it's the Fiji and Drua. Oh yes, in their first year, and oh, I didn't realise that was come, that come up so quickly. So yeah, geez, you've really that one you really do tune out when you're on holiday. Don't you? <laughs> this is sports day. Have they been playing? I haven't played in Victoria where I was. Oh God, no, not the land of Dan Andrews. Hey, listen, we've got to go to a break. We're running late. Hey, uh, hey. you boys will preview the Broncos and the Bulldogs' chances. For season 2022 next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats in the studio tonight, thanks to Kia. And it is time now in the lead-up to round number one, which is in, uh, well, eight Sports Day days. So we've got eight shows (laughs) until round one kicks off. I want you boys to preview the season of two teams each night and we're going to go from last year's ladder, 16 up to 1. The Bulldogs, of course, finished last last year and second last, the Brisbane Broncos. First of all, boys, how does this year look for the Bulldogs? Sats? Well, they what 16-all draw last week against uh, the Knights. They're playing tonight as we're as one air uh, as well. Uh, I think there's I think a little bit of mixed reaction, Badge. I don't know whether you agree in relation to 
where the Bulldogs should finish. Because you look at all their signings and you think, well, that's a top eight side. But as we know, it takes so long to get that fluency and that combination but, together. Yeah, that's that. Look, that's the issue. But the quality of players they've got, the, the backs they bought is outstanding. Dufty and uh, Addo Carr, the speed they got with they've got those guys, the creativity of Matt Burton, the the finishing power of, of Brent Naden. Um, there's some great stuff going. Even Braden Burns from the Bunnies. Mm. Great backs that they have bought. Uh, and then the Australian Tavita Pangai Jr. and Paul Vaughan. Um, it's Big a Maxi fair King. squad, isn't it? It's a, it's a great squad. <laughs> um, but as someone pointed out a few months ago uh, when this was all coming together, the first thing, you know, you can score a lot of points like they, they're likely to score, certainly be able to score points better than they have been. But how do you bring that group together defensively? That takes time. Mm. And, and that would be the area that I would say would would maybe hold them back from breaking into the top eight. And and I think if they can break into the top eight this year, they've they've overachieved. Don't, you know, don't just look and go, oh, they bought they bought better than any other team. Well they had to, because they've you know, look at the list of all the players they let go. It's pretty ordinary group. There's a few standouts, but it's a pretty ordinary group. That was a, a an average squad they've had for the last few years. So to break into the top eight will be an overachievement um, for my money. I, I'm not so sure they can do. I've got them around ninth or tenth. Yeah. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Defensively, is going to be really difficult. I, I've been interested with the players that they've signed. I mean, last week in the 16-all draw, they were, again, criticised for the inability to be creative in that Who'd they play, Sats? They played Newcastle, 16-all. Right. Yeah. And, um, and being the, the lack of creativity of when they're in that, that green zone, sort of 30 metres into the opposition's try line to score points. So it's going to take time. It's interesting the players that they signed. I look at like Matt Dufty, for more reports, pretty difficult to coach at, at the Dragons mm. and knew that they had this Tyrell Sloan coming through. Uh, you got Brent Naden, who was, you know, made some questionable decisions off the field. Tavito Pengai Jr., always questionable about some of the decisions he makes and the ability for his, you know, for the to go off like a firecracker at times. And Paul Vaughan has made some questionable decisions yes. as well. You'd like to think yes. all of them have learnt from their experiences, but all, not only defensively, but the ability of for Trent Barrett to have them all thinking exactly the same mindset about what it means to play for this club and play for each other. So it's it'll be one of the most challenging for Trent Barrett, but if, if done correctly, probably one of the most rewarding he'll have in his very early uh, coaching career at the moment because... A lot of people say there's no excuses for, for Trent Barrett anymore. He's got the team that he wants, and he's got better yep. players again coming next year with Viliami Kikau. So it's all now down to Trent Barrett and how he ma- manages you know, different personalities. Where do you have them? Yeah, and, and, right. and I think they can get off to a good start. Yeah. Uh, Bulldogs and uh, Seagull. Oh, sorry, Cowboys and Bulldogs yep. first up. So possibly a couple of good wins before they face some of the heavyweights, um, Seagull, Storm and, and Panthers. I'm like Badge. I've got them ninth. Okay. Yeah. Fifteenth place Broncos in twenty twenty one. Some great new recruits. Their preseason form pretty ordinary. Yeah, pretty ordinary. Um, and of course, they're going to look completely different with Adam Reynolds in the side. I mean, they're going to have uh, better attacking uh, options. Just just the way that he directs the team around the field and gets him into field position. But most importantly, kicking. He's going to be able to push another team fair way down the field and get them coming off their trial line quite a bit. So defensively, they've got to be really good. But Kurt Catewell's a good signing from Panthers. Brings a sense of professionalism to the side. Yeah, Ryan James is that 
that senior leader they need in a very I think young they need that pack. With, with Alex Glenn going, don't they, Sats? Yeah, they do. Someone like Ryan yeah, James. Yeah, absolutely. But, the young, young pack. But they haven't signed anyone really of note outside of that, outside of Adam Reynolds. Watching their trial form, which has been disappointing, um, I don't see the Brisbane Broncos improving much more than last year. I think they're in the bottom four. Mm. Yeah, look, for Brisbane fans, I know they're really hopeful that that's not going to be the case. But, they, you know, you think about a couple of quality players they've lost along the way. Xavier Coates and Tabita Pangai Jr. Matthew Lodge, and I know he's a bit disruptive at times around the place. Still a good player, um, isn't he? Yeah. Alex Glenn, who I thought at times he's, he's been a standout for that club the last few years, just in the fact that he, he gives his all. And Anthony Milford, who he's probably the player who could have benefited most from having Adam Reynolds yeah, there right. and taking all the heat mm-hmm. off, but they just haven't had a you know, a good halfback to steer them around. So, um, yeah, I don't, look, I don't think it's much of a better squad than what they've had last year, but certainly they're going to have to improve. I, I, they, they've got the potential for, for mine, for them to improve, is because they've got so many young, talented players, uh, the likes of Stag and uh, Gatoni Staggs and, and Hass and um, these, these really good young players coming through who are a year older, who are now approaching their 50, 80 games NRL uh, career, which is you know an important time, and, and they should they should all generally improve. But I'm with you, Satsy. I've got them probably around 11th or 12th. When you look at their key players, the ones that pull the trigger when when they've got to make a decision and create points, you've got Payne Haas, who I think is the best front row in the game. You've got him creating a really good platform. Yep. You don't have a recognised number nine that can get our dummy half and create. They're still trying to find that number nine. Is it Corey Pakes? Is it Jake Turpin? We're not quite sure. Then you've got a, an established halfback that can create opportunities. Not sure who the six is going to be. But then we've got Selwyn Cobbo at the back at fullback because Tessie New looks like he's not going to be right. So if Selwyn Cobbo's at the back... It's that sort kid of, can play. Oh, he's, he's amazing. He's going to be another Latrell Mitchell. Wow. Yeah, so... Mm. They're disjointed in relation to the key players that need to pull the trigger. So that's, I think that's really going to hurt them. All right, boys, uh, as we go on through this, uh, leading up to kickoff in round one, can I just get you to give me one number rather than bottom four, 11, Okay, 12, I'm going to uh, say uh, 16, 15, 14. <laughs> well, I'm going to say 14th. Right. I don't want to embarrass you because last year I nailed them one through to 16. <laughs> so this time, you know, I thought I'd leave a little bit of room. Sure. Of <laughs> course I did. We appreciate um, your modesty. Right Thank you. I'll, uh, just try your best. <laughs> 11th. Who's that for? Broncos. Broncos. Yep. Right. And the Bulldogs, ninth or 10th? Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, you okay, uh, I'll give the Bulldogs 10th. Okay, one says nine, one says 10. That way you guys have got it covered anyway. At least the show's in there with a chance. Thanks, boys. Thanks for that. We'll do two more teams tomorrow night. This is Sports Day for Kia. Mitchell Muse with your new Kia Sportage. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats here for your Monday night. And as we sit off the top of the show, there's uh, a lot of bad weather, not just around southeast Queensland, northern New South Wales. Those images today, boys, of what's going on in Lismore is absolutely devastating. Uh, I'd, I'd actually... No, I couldn't even think for a moment how bad it is. This man actually is there at the moment. Mick Davis is a, a Lismore local. He's a native there. He's a former first-grade hooker and a good mate of yours. That's former housemate of yours, was he as well? Yeah, my, the Moth and I used to live together when we were young lads playing for the, the Gold Coast Seagulls back in under-21s. And, uh, yeah, he's on the line. And as you said, he's he's based in Lismore. How are you, Mickey? Uh, how's you and the family? Everything good okay? Up. Hello, boys. Yeah, no, we're um, 
we're copping it down here, mate. It's pretty ordinary at the moment, but we're, we're just trying to do our best. Um, now, you're up high. You and your family are up high. You can look down on Lismore, and your daughter has been sending oh, photos mate, all day. It's it, Looking down from your house, what do you see? Mate, at the moment, I can see about three helicopters. They're all buzzing over like the town centre. Um, I'm one of the lucky ones, mate. I'm up a bit. I'm out of flood zone, so um, I can see South Lismore, North Lismore, East Lismore, uh, and the town centre's just copping it. That's so like the Lismore Square there, the main shopping centre. It's probably lapping the second floor there. So um, yeah, and the rain's still coming. It's pretty pretty heavy showers all day. So and you, I mean, just... you're 50 years of age. Your mum and dad are natives of of the area as well for a lot of years. Is this the worst you've seen the Northern New South Wales region? Yeah, this this is um, well. Dad, they lost a house in the '54. They um, had a farmhouse. They lost that '74. Uh, I was only two years old, so I can't remember much about this one. But been through a few. Um, the last one was 2017. Like the town centre hasn't really got over that. But um, yeah, this is that made that that looked like a bit of a puddle, mate. It's just the just the sheer velocity of water down here, um, and just how quickly it rose. It broke the levee bank. I think roughly about three o'clock this morning. Um, just how quickly it rose, it was just you had to kind of see it with your own eyes to believe it. So, um, yeah, as, a, as I speak now, there's, there's choppers flying around, there's uh, SES and the ADF with, with water vessels and, um, you know, just getting people to higher ground. So, hey, pretty it, ordinary. It's, yeah, it's badge, mate, and we're all concerned for you and everyone else that's going through floods throughout um, Queensland and northern New South Wales. Um, what, do you, what do you measure the floods by? Like you say this is the worst ever. Is, is there a mark? Have you, you know, has it been up to certain houses or roofs or shops before that you know that well, um, once it gets over that, you're in even more trouble? Well, it holds it back at about 11 metres at the levee, Gary. So it's, it, it come over it come over there, as I said, about 3 o'clock this morning. So I think it's, it's reaching about 14 metres, maybe even more. Uh, and I don't think it's peaked yet. So, you know, that's, that's what we're looking at. It's... it's you know, people on top of their roofs. Um, yeah, it's just it's something to see. I'll tell you. Is there much? You know, like from where you are, are you seeing half of half of what's in your line of vision that's covered in water or more? Is is just about everything? Yeah, well, it's pretty hilly, um, Gary. As you know, which Lismore's a lot of hills around, and and the two rivers, the Wilson and the Richmond, all fork into one. At the, it's right in town. Uh, so you know, the water's come up through the basin there, which is around the town centre. And once it comes up there, then when the water comes over the levee, it comes up really quick. So a lot of people got caught, you know, in the town centre with their shops. So they've been through it before. So they've got areas they can lift in their shops up higher. But it's just, mm. they've got it up higher, but then it's it's gone in there. Like, it's just, uh, it's, it's something to see. And as I said, just, we watched the video this morning of one of the pubs. And it went for about seven minutes. Within seven minutes, that water had gone up two steps. So it was just—it was incredible like that, now, how quick it was rising. Yeah. So, um, well, let's yeah, hope and it's, it's. Let's hope everyone's safe. Let's hope uh, everyone can get the higher ground with everything that's going on. And, and Sats was telling us a story before Mick about how people are using anchors from their boats to to smash through buildings to save people. It's through the roof, through the se- through the roofs to get people out of their ceilings. Also, Mick, yeah, uh, a really yeah. good, really good friend of of ours and former. First grade rugby league player as well, Tony Durham, who's had a family business, painting business in the town for a lot of years and is an institution down there. His, his businesses are pretty much wiped out, I believe. Yeah, that's um, bull. Yeah, my, my younger brother, Paul, he, he works for, for Tony as a painter and they were in there yesterday 
getting things the higher ground, but just yeah, he's got another shot over South Lismore too, so he's caught the full brunt of it. Um, he's riding that basin set, so it it's one of the first hit. Um, but as I said, these shops are geared up for this, and they've got they've got higher higher storage places in their shops. So this has just gone. This is just incredible. Like it's gone over that. So um, yeah, it's going to be a major clean up. Hey Mick, Mick, um, do, what what? How do you how do you guys? You know, just keep getting by. How do you get supplies? What what goes on to the SAS? Are they dropping stuff around on boats, or you mentioned there's choppers around? What's what's going on just to keep everyone able to get through the next few days or week? Well, they've got they've got a couple of um, evacuation centres set up, Gary. One out of the Uni, out the Southern Cross Uni, and one up Ganoa Bar. So um, they do a great job with the SAS and, and things like that. But we've lost power here probably about ten o'clock this morning. So that's right. Like I'm in the surrounding hill, we've got, we haven't had power. So I think that's They've just had to shut the, the power off for um, for safety reasons. Yeah. So I think places like Genoa Bar and they've still got power. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think tomorrow morning, the, you know, they're hoping to get the power back on, but it t- time will tell. So, well, Mick, um, all our listeners' thoughts are with you guys in in Lismore tonight, and and all the surrounding areas as this slow moving storm cell just continues to make its way south and. You know, at the moment, it's about rescuing and keeping people safe. But after that, I reckon we're all going to dig in and give a hand and, and help everyone. That's what we do as Aussies. Uh, Mick Davis in Lismore, thanks for your tonight, uh, time tonight on Sports Day. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Love your show down here too. Thank you. Yeah, Mick in Lismore there. And uh, our thoughts are with our listeners through through uh, 2LM and Lismore and also Triple Z. Yeah, it's we not go only Lismore, it's the surrounding areas like Absolutely. Casino and Kyogle. Yeah. Well, Grafton, there, Grafton's copping it too, and yeah. it's going to cop it even more. Um, yeah, Not good. I just want to know who Gary is. Who's this bloke he kept? I know, it's yeah. very Mick's always He's always famous for that. He calls everyone by their first name. Scott, mm. Gary. He former former South Magpies captain, I must, must mention, so he's a bit of a legend. And he's really tough down in Lismore. Because when we were growing up, whenever we'd come home, back to the hotel where we were staying after a game, mm. he'd always find... The nearest light that was on. If there's a light, <laughs> and he'd head straight towards it. He'd find it. Was <laughs> more it up. Oh, Beautiful. Uh, that's our weather update. Thanks to Mick. There, New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. Righty eight. Your text messages: oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Sats. Good evening, Badge Sats, and uh, welcome back, Badge and Jace. Uh, hope well earned break was in uh, great in terms of tackling over the weekend. I think consistency is needed. But if we're talking the rooster JWH, would we be having would we be having this discussion? That's from Mickey G. Woodbury. I, I suppose it sometimes is the player that is tainted with whatever tackle occurs, it always gets a few more headlines, doesn't it, Badge? Yeah, but how, is that what he's saying? If it was Jabbery Hargreaves it'd be he would have copped more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I Maybe. do I do want oh. to address one after the break. It's around Selwyn Cobbo and really whether he's ready at fullback and Queenslanders Sent that message. I'm going to get your opinion on that badge after the after the break. And I have to right, put yeah. my hand up here, boys. Yes, the Cowboys finished 15th last year. Thanks, Toronto Rod. Broncos finished 14th. So tomorrow we'll do the Cowboys. We'll mm. do the Broncos again. Should I? 14th. I'll just replay today's then. And we're going to do our no neck <laughs> team this week. And uh, Gunther from Palm Beach has said Brad Drew. He had no neck. Oh, probably still hasn't. Dicky knees nickname was Dicky. Was it? Yeah, Dicky. <laughs> All righty, this is Sports Day. The all-new redesigned Kia Sportage medium SUV has been unleashed. Meet your muse at kia.com slash au. Back shortly.
Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.